Welcome to this week's episode of BWB Extra, where we get to know serial tech entrepreneur, Dr. Ashok Sapaya, a little better. Ashok, what's your long-term goal out of all of this? Well, so Mitra Innovation is doing well. Um, is it I'll, a beach in Sri Lanka? That's what I'm thinking. Well, <laughs> I can't see myself relaxing <laughs> no, and doing nothing. I, um, Can you just send us there to investigate possibilities? That's our long-term goal. <laughs> yeah. Let's set up a beach house and you come three months <laughs> yeah, in a year. Yeah, yeah. No, I think I'd like to set up a foundation. Meaning a charity, so a charity what of some would, kind? What would it focus on? Actually, in my book, I say this. My father was an inspiration to me. So we came from a very poor background as well. We used to work in a tea plantation. He moved to the capital. He built his business. We moved to capital. And then he brought in a lot of people from the hill country, from very poor background, like they had very little to eat and so on. And he gave them job, made them well. They moved on to build their own business and their children studied and the whole thing, right? So I've seen this cycle. So uh, Vedusa, we did it. At Mitra... I'm hiring employees from very rural background, Sri Lanka for now, even in the UK, we have a couple of people with very poor background, very poor financial situation. We are helping them by paying for the university fees, a living allowance, work. So by the time they graduate, they're already a senior developer and they're already moving the family to the capital and their kids are getting highly educated. So you're basically eradicating poverty, right? So that's what I want to do as a foundation. There's a beautiful video on TED Talk. Uh, I can't remember the author, but um, he's, I think, one of the presenters. So he, he um, they did an experiment in India. They went and installed touchscreen, like an ATM machine yeah. on walls uh, where you can touch and do things. And they were internet machines, tiny ones, small tiny ones. Mm-hmm. And they put it in a, in a, in a rural slum area and then observed how kids went and touched it and so on. And then the, he went and asked one kid after a while, what are you doing? And and this kid, never been to school. Oh, I'm using the mouse to move and touch. So he asked, how, what is mouse? How do you know? Mm. Oh, I learned it on this thing yeah. on, the, on the wall. So then he they piloted that in multiple villages. And now it's become the de facto way of teaching the slum kids uh, on inter- for That's internet. That's amazing. Just by trial and you error. Them, they'll figure it out. Yeah, ask it. Ask Google. Yeah, but you have to give the opportunity. I think that's beautiful. What's the biggest problem, do you think, facing your industry? Technology is artificial intelligence. Yeah, yeah. Artificial intelligence. Are you scared about it? Am I scared about it? I am excited. At the same time, I am concerned. What's the scary thing about it? It's going to organize my documents a bit aggressively? or So AI is like uh, calculators for accountants. Prior to that, it was manual, writing yeah. a paper. I still do it like that. There's a great statistic, know. which I'll misquote, but when calculators came out in America um, in like the 70s or something, well, it was early, maybe late 60s, 300,000 people lost their jobs, yeah? But within two years, there was like 1.1 million people have been added to the industry looking at all the data. That's exactly what I was going to say. Okay. AI will automate many things. Content writing, for example writing emails for you and so many things it can automate. Writing emails to us is very interesting. I was really looking forward to AI writing an email for you. Google and Outlook is already there. And what I do is I, I write an email, put it in chat GBT, it'll rewrite it for me and copy and paste it and send it out. 
Really? I already do it now. What do you say? Please rewrite this better or yeah. something? Yeah. I exactly. don't think you can improve on my emails, so that's never going to happen. But for me, English is a second language. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I do struggle to write in an effective way. So I can say, can you rewrite this in an effective way so that the reader will respond to me? And it works? It's better? It's, it's all right. It, it's much better than what I can do. Yeah, but has it got something in it like, <laughs> I don't know. If you respond, I'll pay you 300 yeah. quid. Listen here, pay or the puppy gets it. Exactly. <laughs> However, <laughs> it'll replace a, a, a chunk of people's jobs, but it also will create numerous. But you're not scared of it in a kind of like Terminator kind of like, it's going to get cleverer in this and like it's, you know, chat GDPT, I understand it's already, it teaches itself. So we don't, it do, we don't know how it's doing, what it's doing anymore, all that stuff, which we don't like. So there is machine learning and there is artificial intelligence. Mm -hmm. Machine learning cracks, it, it just goes through tons and tons of passing data and information. It learns from it and then it starts to make decisions. Mm -hmm. AI is slightly different. It's uh, it does a lot of learning. It can adapt to various kind of scenarios, self-learn and and answer questions. A lot of organizations been using it for more than ten years. Uh, a lot of investment banks use AI to make decisions. They've been Just doing not it for a while. It's not it, it shows, to be fair. I mean, exactly. It's not yeah, like, yeah. What since about two thousand and six was it? You know, just two years later, the end of the world. Well, what's the computer think? Computer thinks we should make more money. Well, computer, the computer thinks we should sell a load of subprime mortgages. I love the tree. The websites, the sustainability websites, where they plant trees, and we've signed up to one. I say, me and my friend were saying, it's like the ultimate way to make money. This is like the website from heaven. No one can <laughs> ever go to fucking Sri Lanka to find this tree you just tell them ah oh, tree you know made money made money I was going to say the, the scary part of the AI is what it can do that we don't know so for example can it produce video content of somebody saying something but the person is not real some deep fakes and things. Those things get yeah. me scary. That could be useful though for my wife sometimes, you know, trying to pretend I'm at home. Everything's great at home, darling. I'm in Vegas, like do 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 do. If you had a real mess up in your in your sort of career and did it teach you anything, you know? So many startups failed. Not many. You seem to you you got the first one right. No, but some of the ventures we got involved in the last four or five years failed. So you learn from it. You you mentioned one earlier when the, when politics when yeah. you get bad. I'm, I'm a hundred, I will die rather than spend any time. I was with a drama chief operating officer and equity in that company. I just like too much politics. Just can't handle the damn thing. And you know, it only takes one or two people who start playing people. You uh, you don't never want to work for a law firm. Trust me. Is There's it? no politics here, is there? No, no, I know, but like that's because it's a bit different from a normal law firm. I, 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 so you you both are business people. You you will get it. So I was involved in a new startup very recently and I had a very bizarre experience. I'd never seen it in my whole life. So a couple of guys uh, came up with a security consultancy. Brilliant idea. The world needs it because security is a massive thing, right? I'm talking about cybersecurity. And this one guy is an expert in that space. So I raised money with friends and family to build the business. They got it up. So we got equity. The investors got equity and so on. So after six months of running the business, they went and spoke to some serious investors around the world. And they had been advised the business is valued a lot higher because of the IP they have in the business, et cetera, et cetera. And they came to us and said, we want to change the cap table. 
says, okay, excuse me. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, sure. What do you want to do? Should we give, give move the, the shares around? Because the world works exactly like that. People put in money at a particular valuation. We came and gave you all the support at a valuation. Six months is gone. You're saying you've gone from 3 million to 30 million. Fine. Now you're saying you're going to change the cap table and reduce our equity downwards? It's bizarre. It's like I'm talking to a child. It's like I'm talking to a 40-year-old child. Are you taking the absolute piss? Was it Was it a kind of like he'd watched too much succession and he was like, I'm going to fucking play hardball. You can do whatever you want. You you set your mind to it. It's like, even and as an accountant, I just start saying, what so the so much issue. Uh, wow. And eventually, he just pushed the company to dissolution, ran it down. What? He took it for three to 30 because he'd you know, some sort of greed, narcissism So he would have had, I don't know, 15% of something worth 30 million and instead he ends exactly. up with zero. Oh, wait, so what happened is he bought it to you and he said, obviously that's completely illogical and it doesn't make any sense and he didn't stop. No, all of you, shareholders, he brought everybody together and said, either you agreed to uh, a, a much uh, much lower share capital or I'm quitting. Bye-bye. Yeah, but he, 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 he forced us to close the business. No, no, I think he may have been desperate. He may, you don't know, he may have had debts running up the hill and like someone on him and he had to like to borrow enough money for the bank to pay off to save his sister. You don't know, you know, I mean. But that was a bizarre experience after 30 years. Bloody yeah. The this flip side of that is um, I've recently done a fundraise where the investors coming in looked at the cap table and said, the three founders of this business do not have enough equity in this business because of the 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 friend you know, the 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 seed round that they'd done and stuff. They'd just given away too much of the company and they'd ended up with too small a share. And the investors were like, We'll put the money in, we're happy to do that. But you guys need to have a bigger More chunk bigger of this. Chance, because you need to be responsible to... If there is no incentive for you, you won't the do the work. Yeah. But the problem is, certainly in the UK, it is very hard to get equity Options. into the hands... Well, no. But you're right. Employers-related securities, that makes it almost impossible yeah, to put, give anyone shares. because they get hit shares. with massive tax bills. Yeah, yeah, you're fucked. So moral of the story is get your cap table right at the start because it's very hard to sort it out if you fuck it. Yeah, you can't just move shares around, uh, guys. Uh, it upsets us. And now, a quick word from our sponsor. Business Without Bullshit is brought to you by Ori Clark, straight-talking financial and legal advice since 1935. You can find us at oriclark.com. What's the worst advice you've ever been given? Worst advice I've been given? Oh, gosh. You can couple um, it, if you like, with the best advice you've ever been given. Well, the best advice is um, when I... I mean, with Tusa, work life was 80, 90, 100 hours That's uh, a, lot. a week. Uh, that's typical work 14-hour day sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like... Crazy. Then I uh, came to UK, got married, and, and um, I was pregnant. We, we IPO'd the company Nasdaq, and I told them I'm quitting the job. I said what? You got a? You just bought a mortgage. Yeah, we're gonna have a baby, and you're in a comfortable position. And you're gonna quit a, quit your job. So anyway, that that's how I started my entrepreneurial career. No, it's no, it's so true that moment. You got to be mad. I was mad, I but think. But you've got to be young, too. That helps. It feels like you're saying your wife gave you the bad advice by saying... No, no, no. Quitting. I was going to go say the good... I, I had to think about what the bad advice is. The, the, the good, good, good advice is I met a uh, colleague, ex-colleague of mine, a uh, good friend of mine as well, and he advised... He gave his personal scenario, and he said, don't miss out your time with your family. Yeah, you never get it children. back. Especially your children. You never get it back. And he, he had a... Uh, 
very successful financial career, but very bad relationship well, this, with this This leads kid. to a reason we went viral, and I think it's a, an endlessly fascinating question. You know, how much time do you need to spend with the kids? My, I never saw my dad pretty much at all, except on family holidays. And then he'd just like try and hug me all the time and stuff, which is quite funny. <laughs> he got like, he'd be a real pain in the ass about three, four days, maybe a week. And then he'd suddenly be like, Ooh, I love everybody. <laughs> but that, but, but I never judged him. I respected him. I mean, he provided, do you know what yeah. I mean? And, but then, uh, you know, th- there is an attitude now that, well, you must spend time with your children, but is that bullshit to some extent? You said you didn't. You worked ninety-hour days. You know, you had to do what you had to do to make the money to be who you no, are. No, that was before I before I was married. No, but uh, I met this um, ex-colleague of mine, a good friend of mine, and this is when my daughter was just born. And his golden advice was his personal scenario was that he made the money, but he didn't make a good relationship with yeah. his daughter. And his golden advice to me is, don't miss out your time with your child, particularly your daughters. They don't fucking forgive, you know. I changed my lifestyle completely. So I, I, on that advice, I, I drop my daughter all the time. Every day I drop her at school if I can. How's your relationship? She's quite annoyed with you she, at the moment. Uh, we are good friends. How old is very she? Good. She's fifteen. Okay. But it's 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 great to spend time with uh, with your children, and if you can create a work life that creates time for the family. And you, so I, what I do is I wake up around six. I work for an hour and a half. Take my daughter, get her ready, drop her at school at 8.30, then I work. And then around four-ish, I finish work, pick her up or spend time with her. And then when she goes to sleep, this is when she was a lot younger, yes. I would work into the night. So it was like completely... Uh, but in the IT world, we can do because we are constantly collaborating with uh, people, customers all over the is world. There, is there any advice that you would have given your younger self? Like, is there anything you would have done differently, I suppose? I would have said the only thing, uh, I would have negotiated my equity position a lot better with my first job. Any recommendations for people to listen or read or anything? I'm a purely a business guy, so Jim Collins. Jim Collins. There's amazing books around. Not to be confused with Joan Collins. Uh, no, no, no. no who no. also has amazing books, but very different. Good to great and all those things. You know, get the right people into the bus and the wrong people off the bus. And he's amazing philosophy around. If you want to run a big business, this is where you do it. And that was this week's episode of BWB Extra. And we'll be back tomorrow with our finale for the week, the Business or Bullshit Quiz. Stay tuned.